0: Traveling the
1: Vortex We've joined the doctor as he travels the vortex and arrive at episode number 346 Where we ring the changes and offer flower arranging lessons I'm Keith, I'm Sean, I'm Glenn, how are you guys? I'm I'm getting better so you've been sick. <laughs> I haven't been well,
0: <laughs> but I am getting better. So, oh, I've just had this chest cold and cough for uh, all week.
1: So That sucks.
0: Yeah, I was afraid I was getting a flu since that's kind of now surfacing here in Topeka. And I got a little worried on Tuesday because I was feeling pretty bad. and I'm pretty sure I had a uh, fever. And Wednesday the fever went away and all the chills and everything. And it just still lingered with the cough. So...
2: Mm. You just keep it right over there on your side of the room, Mister. Yeah, I do not Tried want to it.
0: cough over to you, but it's not can't seem to get close enough. The <laughs> fans blowing the wrong move
2: way. Move a little closer here, Sean. <laughs> no, thank you. Did
1: you guys do anything fun this week? Is that why you're so tired, Sean?
2: Partially. Um, we did lots and lots of stuff. We um, had an emergency Tuesday. <laughs> an emergency Tuesday.
1: <laughs> an emergency Tuesday. <laughs> an emergency
2: Tuesday. <laughs> Sometimes you just need an extra day of the week so you throw an emergency Tuesday on the schedule and you know uh, Mel called me frantic because her fish tank had sprung a leak Oh yeah Yeah So we I came running home from work and it's water everywhere carpet's soggy and of course it's fish water so it's like ah. and she's got towels and pans and buckets and fish and you know (laughs) (laughs) stuff is everywhere so we went running out to you know look at tanks, and she was so beside herself, she couldn't think straight and decide, you know, do I buy another tank or not? I have a 55-gallon now. Should I get a smaller one? Or, you know, do I get a same-size one? Can't really afford it. And, just, I don't, I don't. and the woman uh, we talked to at Pet What's the one on 21st. Petco. Petco. Or is that PetSmart?
0: PetSmart is yes, Pet- no pits uh co anymore no there's no pits yeah no, there's, there's no both. pet
2: co anymore no, we still have yeah, both there is. one of them's on, one one? on Wanamaker. one's down from vintage stock down from vintage stock and then one's no. on 21st street no yes i've been in both of them this week trust me they're there <laughs> i thought that
0: was something else now
1: no, it's still the place work. next to pet co is
2: now oh, like something ross different. dress for that yeah, yeah that's, that's right that's yeah. what used to be yeah. office depot that's what i was thinking of um but anyway, whichever one is on Twenty First Street, the woman there was very, very polite and helpful, and said, "Look, you know, here's the bottom line: take a day, to think about it." She says, "You're not in a mindset to deal with it right now." She says, "Go get yourself a Styrolite container, put the fish in it, <laughs> put it on the floor. They won't be happy about it, but they'll survive a day or two until you can kind of figure out what you want to do." So that's what we did. We went home and finished cleaning out the tank, put the fish in Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> Big old Tupperware bowl. And then Mel had a party that night, so she took off. And uh, I go downstairs and I hear plink, plink, plink. And, and of course, it had soaked. So much water had soaked through uh, on the floor that it was coming through the floor joists. So, of course, I had to pull all the carpets up in the basement and deal with all that stuff. And it's like, it's not even, you know it's a fish tank but here I am got the fans out drying the concrete floors so that we don't have any milder or anything got all that taken care of and I still clear it. plink 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 and I'm like what is it so I go over and look and I've, there's this water all over the top of the water heater and I look up and I'm figuring out spatial recognition in the okay ceiling here this over here what's this the living room okay what <gasps> that's where the fish are living now in their styrolite container <laughs> it had a hole in it <laughs> And was leaking all over the floor. So we put another Tupperware container under that Tupperware <laughs> container to contain the water. And then had to keep adding because, of course, the water kept wanting to equalize in both, you know, oh, yeah. double hold, double-walled holes. Uh, but, yeah, so Mel came home and we went out the next day and she opted to buy another tank and actually went larger. Because the other thing that you find out is once you've had a certain size... And you think about going smaller, it's a bad idea, because it's actually more work. Oh, really? B- big tanks, once you have it set, you can pretty much ignore it. You just feed the fish and clean it every now and then, and you're good. With a smaller tank, you got to clean it all the time, mm. you know, because the fish dirty it up. There's, there is no Aqua Scum 4000, regardless of what Finding Nemo will tell you. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so uh, she actually went with a 65-gallon tank. So it was 10 <laughs> gallons more, but they had a, a great deal, and she got the tank and the stand... And a filter and a heater and, you know, kind of the whole shebang. Uh, Because that was the other thing. She thought, well, I'd kind of like to use my existing stand. If I don't have to buy one, that'd be great. Yeah. But it's wood, and it soaked up so much of that 55 gallons. And we kind of put it outside to dry, and then, let's see. Mm. Yeah, it was like this twisted... (laughs) It was like a Möbius strip. It was just this (laughs) little pretzel knot of wood. And I was like, okay, never mind. We're getting a new stand, too. And then we had to prep it and fill it back up and put the fish back in that one. And I was like, okay, so... That was kind of the beginning part of the week. Wow. Which is an ordeal. Yeah, for, sounds for, like it. for being such a gentle, peaceful pet. <laughs> when things go wrong and you have an emergency Tuesday. <laughs> wow. But uh, we ended the week on a good note. She got a notification. Somebody had let her know about this contest that was going on. And so she entered for it. And she wound up winning. And uh, she won a carload, a free carload, Pass to the Boulevard Drive-In in Kansas City. That's awesome. Yeah, so she was like, "Yeah, was it? And what, what's of course that the pass is only good this weekend. Naturally, so, okay. Well, I guess we're going to Kansas City. <laughs> so I was like, "What's playing?" And uh, they were doing a triple feature all three nights. Oh wow! Uh, and it was uh, Despicable Me three, followed by Wonder Woman, followed by Spider-Man: Homecoming. I was like, "Well, I've seen two of those. I haven't seen Despicable Me Three yet, but we've got Cat this weekend, so okay." So oh, yeah, like we went it. running around. We dropped Shy off at Jesse's, and we took off for Kansas City and um, went and went and saw Despicable Me Three.
1: Is that a drive-in you'd been to before?
2: I've never been. In fact, we, she, we were talking, and she asked me when the last time I'd been to the drive-in was, and I stopped. I know that I saw something at the Cloverleaf at some point in time later, but I cannot, for the life of me, remember what or when that may have been. So the only one I could definitively say is Star Wars i saw star wars at the chief drive-in in in like 77 78 when it came out in first release other than that i I can't tell you so it's been a long while (laughs) um and we pulled up and i asked the guys like you know i've not been to your drive-in is there you know a a particular parking area that's better than others and he goes inside the gate (laughs) thanks okay thanks drove in and uh, we found you know pretty well centered spot and they had the playground up front Katrina went and played until the movie started and had really good popcorn and funnel cakes and nice Despicable Me 3 was, was pretty good it's not uh, it's more of the kind of threads of the second one with the, the super villain and the super uh, uh, the secret agent kind of stuff mm-hmm. and a little bit less of the family ties which is interesting since Groot has a brother in this one <laughs> um <laughs> if they didn't make a fourth one I'm fine this is kind of the end of where I think this needs to go but um, yeah it was good and then we watched Wonder Woman um, which is pretty much just as good the second time around although being at a drive-in the dark scenes are really dark even being outside it was dark Um, and I mean Color wise, not, uh, yeah, not yeah, not totally. Yeah, visually. And uh, Katrina was kind of starting to get antsy. Anything that Wonder Woman, any of the scenes that Wonder Woman was on screen being Wonder Woman, she was riveted. And I heard her audibly gasp in that one bit on, on uh, Themiscira at the beginning, where the Amazon battle starts, and that one person has that thing happen to them. <laughs> it was like, <gasps> I'm being coy because I don't want to spoil something, but she she audibly gasped. <laughs> That's good. Um. But then anytime Wonder Woman is on screen in a suit, she could have cared less. She was antsy, wandering around, and, you know, just... At least that's the
1: atmosphere to have an antsy kid during a movie.
2: Yeah. Well, until... <laughs> she had to go to the bathroom. So, okay, so I took her to the bathroom, and then I realized I had to go. And there's this line. You know, yeah, it's a women's bathroom. with a line. It's like, all right, you stand here in this line. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be back, because I'll beat you out. I know that I will. Um, but I'll, I'll meet you right here. Don't wander off. I will meet you right here. She says, okay so I come back and she's not there the wine has disappeared so she's still in there and I wait a few minutes and then I call Mel I was like "Cat's not back with you yet is she she goes no I was like okay she must still be in the bathroom I figured that you know I'd beat her out and as soon as I hang up on the phone they come across the VA system we have a lost child at the concession stand I think it's John as her pop-pop I was like oh god <laughs> her name is Katrina <laughs> yeah that's mine <laughs> excuse me pardon me no you can't have your hot dog right now I need to get my kid <laughs> So then my phone starts ringing and it's Mel. Do you have her? And she, <laughs> yes. Relax. We we were we were five feet apart from each other. She was on that side of the wall. That's the only difference. So, but by the time Wonder Woman ended, it was like twelve fifteen. It was like there's no way I'm sticking around for Spider Man. I'm tired. Uh-uh. So then I had work today. So it was a long, eventful week. But, Sounds like it. And he was sick. What did you do? We watched. Oh, we all... had the birthday party too. Oh uh, then... yeah,
1: a friend of ours. Uh boys turned one so we went to his birthday party
2: my mom keeps going so how was it how was what it's that party you went to that party this weekend right it's like it was a birthday party for a one-year-old mom <laughs> we, we he sat it. there where his parents opened the presents they opened presents we had ice cream we went home that was pretty much it I mean, What you, it's not like we went to the theater oh you know it's like we, we didn't go skydiving it was a party for a one-year-old but sorry i didn't mean uh, to.
1: Uh, we watched 112263. That's the what we did this whole thing. We finished it. Ooh, it's only eight episodes. Yeah, but. It's really good. The ending is pretty phenomenal. <laughs> of course, you've read the book, so you know how it ends. Uh, if It's the same. <laughs> I'm assuming it is, because it seems very Stephen King. <laughs> it's well acted, well produced. James Franco does a really good job in it. And I'm normally not a big James Franco fan. I can, I, I'm all right with him if he's a, being serious, if he's not being himself. But just the story is so fantastic it's throughout the entire strange. I,
2: I, I'm kind of like almost Jim Carrey in a way. It's like I think I like him better when he's being serious than when oh, yeah, being I, funny. I know? absolutely
1: do. Yeah. It's just so well. I, 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 now I'm of two minds of wanting to read the book because it's so big. But now knowing what happens in it, I'm like, okay, I can see why it's so big, and it makes me want to read it.
2: It's a good book. You of all people would really, really appreciate it, being a yeah. time travel nut. So,
1: the yeah, <laughs> I just am floored by the the way it ends. At least almost ends. <laughs> the the, the mid ending, I suppose you could call it, is just wow, incredible. Then I started uh, Iron Fist, finally. It's okay so far. I'm only like two episodes in. It's a different flavor <laughs> than the other Netflix shows. Well, I
0: think if you like it so far, I think you, it'll get better it's, for you it's, too.
1: It's slow, yeah. I mean, he just got the Iron Fist back, so it's kind of like, eh. It's been... <laughs> to some extent, it feels like Arrow, but Arrow did it better. <laughs> because it's, <coughs> you know... Him coming yeah, away yeah. back from so being away for so long, but I'm hoping to, to plow through the rest of the season. Except for
0: Oliver Queen was only gone for five years. He's been gone yeah, for... Fifteen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's an interesting approach to how to do him coming back home. And I, I'm intrigued. It makes, I'm not turned off of it, so I'm, I'm going to keep watching.
0: I liked it. It's the weakest of the... Marvel series on Netflix but it was good
1: it's just it's got such a different tone so far already and not just storytelling but visually has a different tone like each it's brighter yeah it definitely is and even like the tone between even though visually Luke Cage Jessica Jones and Daredevil were all different they felt like they were all part of the same universe this one feels almost more like it's a part of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, it doesn't feel as street level, I think, as yeah. the other. other yeah. Uh, when you're dealing with corporate stuff, too, it makes it a little less street level in general. But we'll see where it goes. Maybe I should start with that one. So far, mm-hmm. there I have I've not noticed like any references to anything. Um, I noticed... There, f- will, one- there will be, so don't start with <laughs> Iron oh. Fist.
0: You've got to at least see Daredevil Season 2, I think.
1: Well, I guess I can't is,
2: do that until I see Daredevil season. Right, or I exactly. guess
1: there is there has been one reference so far to other Netflix properties, and but only one reference to the bigger MCU universe. Well, that G- Jerry noticed.
0: shows up eventually too. Jerry Hogarth. So you, oh, know, you yeah. need to be introduced to her and, and Claire Jones. And Claire shows up. You need yeah. to be introduced to her. And, oh, pretty much everything. <laughs> oh, so I guess I have to the start. The hand and yeah. I got to start at the beginning. And uh, Iron Fist almost leads right into. Defenders
2: so.
0: So in is, fact you have to have watched all of them to watch Defenders trust me well that one I knew that, I, <laughs> I knew that people
2: have asked me so if you start no just, just, no. <laughs> just no so
1: there was a reference to an incident from the psychiatrist you know what I'm talking about in like season 2 episode 2 is that talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. no no uh-uh. okay because he was talking about the incident and how everybody thinks they have powers now I wonder if that was talking about the Inhumans. From well, Ages now, of now that you say
0: that, I've forgotten that's what that
1: was. My, my,
2: well, it could there have, have been, been. That, that,
0: that could have been a, so. that could have been a. I can't of think of Coughlin. any other
1: clock. Wasn't he Sky's dad? Sky's dad. Well, yeah, but that
0: he he was like <laughs> a, <laughs> he was the vet, though he, he was a, like a, a tiny minute, and His <laughs> his abilities weren't even from that. <laughs> He's talking about the Terijans. himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you're
2: talking. Yeah the maze, the, uh hobby. the fish the
1: fish the fish oil
0: yeah, yeah. It, we're talking yeah. about the whole thing the, the whole, whole thing.
2: incident okay. not just not just well, the individuals the, the psychiatrist oh no, no 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 oh, this is oh no no a psychiatrist oh, okay. show yeah. is saying oh okay yeah uh i thought you were referencing uh, that person Never
0: mind. i maybe i didn't catch that i'm as much Marvel stuff as I like podcasts and stuff that I read, I have never seen anybody say that. So maybe you thought something about it. I just can't think of any
1: in, else in, incident that would give other people powers. That's the only thing I can well, think. Well, cuz that's I think, what he referenced I was
0: immediately I thought cuz every time they say the incident they're talking about the New York the, the attack on New York by the right, Chardi. Right. So
1: just the way he worded I it made that, it sound like ever well, since the incident people keep thinking they have powers when they don't. Right. Something like that. So, so, so maybe that that's could why, be could have been people like Luke Cage or people like right. Spider-Man who are trying to be out there being superheroes and camps. could be. I, don't I think
0: know. I think that's the way, now that you say. That, I think that's the way I took it. That ever since ever since the incident, meaning the attack on New York, everybody is out there it's trying to be a hero. trying to be a hero. Yeah, okay. that's the way
1: I took it. Do you do anything else, Glenn, besides be sick? Nope. No, nope. really. Nope. <coughs> well let's move on to news There is none <laughs> Doctor Who is still not on The long wait till Christmas continues
2: The wilderness weeks
0: <laughs> uh, and I th- have the power to cut that now So every time, <laughs> every time you use wilderness uh, As a reference to anything It will be cut from the show
1: Unless it's the actual Unless wilderness Unless it's the or...
0: actual wilderness years and I may cut those if you don't watch it.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> feedback this week is Chris.
2: Wilderness. Up wilderness
1: moments of the podcast. Uh,
2: let's see. Yes, this is the right one. Okay. Uh, Chris writes. Hi, guys. It's hard to believe that a whole year has gone by and that it's already time for another TopCon. I am planning to attend again this year and hopefully I'll get a chance to see you guys there at some point. I have to say, though, I'm rather disappointed to learn there isn't going to be a Doctor Who-specific panel this year. In fact, this year's event seems largely void of any actual sci-fi content altogether. Don't get me wrong, I'm looking forward to seeing Deep Roy, who I might add is the only actor, to my knowledge, to appear in Star Wars, Star Trek, and Doctor Who, which is totally awesome. Plus Flash Gordon. And Flash Gordon, which, you know, that counts for like ten. However, the rest of the guest lineup doesn't appeal to me at all. Seriously? Seriously? Power Rangers? And who thought who in the world thought uh who the who in the world thought inviting former pro wrestler was a good idea? What is this? The Swiffy channel? <laughs> That's a kind of a thing now, Chris. You just gotta get to yeah, it.
1: Yeah, it's all the conventions.
2: Seriously though, looking at the schedule, there doesn't appear to be much happening on Saturday that I'm all that interested in seeing, and unfortunately I also have to work that afternoon. So I think I may just skip Saturday this year and go to the next day instead, especially given that Deep panel is not until one PM on Sunday. Alright, gotta cut this off and get to bed. Keep up the great work, and as I said before, hopefully I'll get a chance to see you guys next weekend. Sincerely, Chris. Formerly of Eskridge, now in Auburn.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Hopefully we'll get to bump into you. It's and been about a year, hasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it has. I think it
2: has. Uh, as, as you mentioned, there there is uh, not much in the way of an official Doctor Who presence at, uh, at TopCon this year. And uh, so... We're, kind of, uh, we're, we're going to go to TopCon, but we're not going to, uh, at least as far as we know, uh, <laughs> have a, an official presence at the con this year. So uh, if you see us, we'll just be uh, out running around and, and having a good time. It should be kind of nice not to work con for a change. <laughs> yeah. And if you're in the area and haven't got your tickets yet, they are still available.
1: And you can, of course, get them at the door if you don't get them in advance. Yes, you can. And of course, you can also send us feedback by going to our website, TravelingTheVortex.com and fill out the Send Us Feedback tab, or send it directly to feedback at TravelingTheVortex.com. Let's move on to our review. The Dalek Contract. The Doctor and Romana find themselves in the Proxima System, where enigmatic... Conglomerate CEO Cuthbert has been conducting his infamous experiments, an experiment which might accidentally rip the universe apart. Meanwhile, living conditions on Proxima Major have become harsh and hostile. Climate change has turned the landscape into a freezing wasteland, and an alien power has condemned much of the population to life inside internment camps. For those still clinging to their freedom, the struggle for survival is now beyond desperate and outsiders such as the Doctor and Romana are only seen as a threat. What is Cuthbert really up to in the Proxima system, and just how does he expect the dreaded Daleks to fit into his plans? Bum, bum, bum! This was enjoyable. It felt like a really long time since we had, uh, you know, started the season off, so I had to kind of rack my brain a little bit to remember where we left off with Cuthbert, but... I thoroughly enjoyed the ride going through uh everything with Proxima and then up to the space platform with the Daleks and the the two the two stories really worked well as one cohesive story. Um, a nice big four part fourth Doctor Era story.
0: It had Daleks, it had the 4th Doctor and it had David Warner and yeah. so I can't I
1: have nothing to, bad to say about this story whatsoever. And K9 got to have some really awesome action sequences.
0: Oh and it also wasn't a of the Daleks. It was the Dalek Contract. <laughs> That's true. And the final phase. So yeah. the nice thing was it wasn't Contract of the Daleks. <laughs> so there was
2: that as well. Well, let's talk about K9 and his upgrades. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which started as a cute little joke. Yeah. And suddenly became a, canine's going up against Alex. <laughs> <Came> up. <laughs> you have stealth mode? Why have you not activated this? No one has asked.
0: That's the great thing is because through the whole first part of this, you're hearing the servos go wee as he's rolling around. <laughs> and then he activates te- stealth mode.
1: You've had stealth mode <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> ever asked me to act And obviously he decided to turn it back off after the story. Yeah, because,
2: <laughs> well, it's probably a power use thing. Yeah, you know, once
1: his power <laughs> well,
0: depleted... That was the it, other thing that I had hoped they had... Con- <laughs> they would have at least said at the end of it is that you know he's going to turn it off now because it draws so much power. <laughs> I thought that would have been a great way <laughs> that to would have been work nice. back into the fact that we get back into the uh, television stories and he's got it again.
2: So, so much win in this. Um, just across the board, it was... It was well done, and yeah, I was kind of like you. I, I the land, and I had to stop and go. Which one was the land? Oh yeah, that was the David Warner story that I was vaguely disappointed in for being a David Warner story. It was okay, but it wasn't as much as I wanted it to be. This one was everything I wanted that one to be, <laughs> and I love the fact that it's not done yet. Of course, that's technically getting ahead of myself talking about the next one. But
1: yeah, well you know, the uh, the cool thing. I think about... we can talk about the entire thing yeah, kind yeah of a whole because, because it is well, such one big story very
0: much like what was it a couple of weeks we reviewed something that we felt oh it was the, uh, the, the Morbius two-parter yeah, yeah. it felt like really is just one big narrative
1: it's not like the first land two-parter where, right, where there were few. two distinct stories yeah, going yeah. on there
0: with, with uh, linking context but yeah this one one goes right into the other one I I don't think this story was genius by any means and it it certainly doesn't rank up there as one of my favorites even though it has Daleks, the fourth Doctor, and David Warnham in it. (laughs) And your favorite
1: version of Romana.
0: Yes, absolutely. And so, I think that it, I like it, obviously it's the the, the nostalgia, the, the boy in me that likes those parts but it's it's a fun story it's 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 tom and his element it's mary tam and her element it's david warner and his element and then throwing to uh, toby adobe as uh mr Doric. I, I didn't even realize quite, that's what it was quite enjoyed him because while he was in the first two stories that we had with david warner with with cuthbert before he wasn't there wasn't a lot he was kind of you know just a background character he was kind of the henchman not even henchman, but like the, the side guy and this one he had a lot more to do, and so I quite enjoyed it a lot more. Um, it's, just, it's a fun story, and it's uh, may- maybe a little predictable, but I think the end with this whole causal loop uh, walking paradox issue, which obviously we'll hopefully address again more later uh, if Cuthbert shows back up, but the idea that Cuthbert has to do, has to go through this dimensional portal because... This is kind of at least the impression I got is what has set up everything that he's done with the uh, corporation in the past, yeah. and that this has to sort of happen. Uh, I thought that was a neat twist at the end because they were being very coy with him being tight-lipped and not telling the doctor. You know, I can't tell you, or he, it wasn't even say he wouldn't, t- he couldn't tell him. He just never did. He would always get tight-lipped every time somebody asked him why are you doing this, yeah. why are you trying to go through here.
1: I like the the fact that the doctor then at the end. It's just I well I assume this is why I don't know for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: It definitely uh, builds upon the idea of this the mystery with Cuthbert, and so now that we've had uh, kind of sort of disappointing Act One, and then a fairly strong Act Two, I'm hoping that we get a really great resolution, which I have a theory on, and I'm not sure that I want to say anything about it for risk of spoiling anybody in case I do happen to be right so i'll leave it up to you guys do you want to hear the theory or not well
0: i here, let, me, let me start by saying i know maybe i don't this would show your cards too much you don't suspect this is going to pick back up in the third series the first part of the third series right
2: i don't well since we're going back to lila and the start right of the third because series, but this is also this the is, only season this is we got the only Ramana. yeah this is well, the only season. Well, well with mary Ramana tam one.
0: yeah with mary tam is romana Well, yeah, romana one so that's why I think that they're they're holding on to this because there's like six or seven seasons already of yeah, Fourth Doctor stories. So, I mean, it could happen any time in the next, you know, three or four series. But yeah. um, I got the impression that they were this was kind of it. They're done with this story for now, and they kind of left it so they could do something more with it if they wanted. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of answers itself in the sense that it doesn't answer itself, meaning it's, he's this paradox you know there's this paradoxical outcome of this but it doesn't i mean it it resolves because he does go through right and so that's what ultimately sets up everything that happens the bootstrap yeah it's kind of i bootstrap. suppose it's
2: possible we may Drink. never get a resolution it may and be i over.
0: think that's why they left it this way i didn't feel like this was the second act of a third part this felt like a we we've concluded this so that yeah, we could revisit Cuthbert later and answer this question if we decide to, but I never got the impression that it was a this will pick back up later and you'll find out why this was yeah. all that I almost it was almost one of those left as a mystery type stories for me.
1: I, I felt the same way.
2: Well then do you want my theory of Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. The music design specifically
0: <coughs> this Oh was very fourth doctor. Was oh. Very
2: fourth doctor, but very specifically very time lord. We had the pipe organ, which had almost kind of been reserved for episodes like Invasion of Time and uh, Deadly Assassin and the Five Doctors, the you know Rassilon's Horn, and the it just anytime they the the, the, the anytime they talked Gallifrey, anytime they talked Time Lords in the old classic series, it was always organ music, and there was a lot of that running through that. And the fact that Cuthbert has some sort of elemental. Time travel, time paradox, time something makes me wonder if he's not in some Necronon way, shape, or form, particles are... a renegade time lord. Hmm.
0: Oh, shoot, I forgot that I had... Okay, I can't say anything more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You've read I, ahead. I, no, well, I had gone to the wiki
0: to remind myself of the Sands of Time stuff and the Wormery stuff that he'd done before and read something that t- tipped me off on who Cuthbert, Cuthbert is. And so I assume... We will be dealing with this oh, in the future, okay? And I can say your theory uh, is halfway there.
2: Okay, rock on.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll take nice. half halfway there.
1: I'm glad you mentioned the music because I, I don't, I can't remember the previous fourth Doctor stories if I noticed this or if I'm just becoming more attuned with the <laughs> the production values of Big Finish, but they were spot on for a fourth doctor story yeah, yeah between really the music were. the sound effects absolutely everything even that's why
0: the tone and feel of this story yeah like the, the Which planet down to nicholas briggs wrote this yeah way, so. the,
1: the planet and the characters on proxima major yeah. all of that felt very fourth doctor more so than i think any previous fourth doctor story has for me at least
0: which makes me wonder, if, because Nicholas Briggs wrote this, if and he... And directed it. Yeah, and he tried so hard for so many years to get Tom on board. It makes me wonder if that's his doctor. I mean, he's of that right age. That oh, would yeah. Be, it would be. He make would sense. have been uh, a young child watching these stories, watching uh, Tom's stories. And so it makes me wonder if he's... Because he's so in tune with that being his doctor, that he knows how to get these stories right. And he, and he, and he does in this two-parter
2: it's very possible Tom really felt of, of all of the I mean we've listened to well two seasons worth now uh, of Tom and um, kind of flashing <laughs> back to you know the early one with uh, Nerva and how he didn't quite seem to be in his element he was good but he, he just he wasn't quite this one very much felt like Tom in his yeah element, I, I would agree me. I, I yeah. don't
0: I think I, I I felt that destination Nerva was very much in line with Tom. It was Renaissance Man is the one that I felt was a bit off, which I think is the one they recorded first. I think you're right. They were so it recorded makes sense, slightly out of but, sequence. But... Um, but yeah, I felt Destination Nerva felt more Fourth Doctor era than even Renaissance Man. But, but, but in that same vein, yes, I agree. I feel like it, it feels like Tom has finally refound his footing by this time. Uh, this entire season, I felt, was a lot more in line with but these two, two particularly feel like he's really found his stride yeah absolutely refound his stride
1: the the fact that the end he they wipe out all of these Daleks had me conflicted in how I felt about it on the one hand it felt slightly out of character coming because the the last time he would have if I have my timeline correct the last time he would have encountered the Daleks would have been Genesis right Yes, because he yes, doesn't he encounter them again yet. until Destiny. Which is and after that's, this, obviously.
0: That's well, R2.
2: no, there was uh, the Leela one. He encountered, Oh, there was uh, the, in, in, the the, in the audio series. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he did the, encounter them um, again, yes. Power of? No, not
0: Power of the Daleks. That's a second Daleks. That's a second <laughs> <right>? <laughs>
2: Energy of the Daleks? Was that's, that the name of that, that one? That sounds more that, familiar, yeah. yeah. One of the ones at the end of Leela's season, they encountered the Daleks.
1: So last season.
2: Well, yes. <laughs> Okay. Well, because she comes back too, so yeah. yeah. But, um, but TV show-wise, yes, it would have been Genesis.
1: Well, but I'm, I'm just trying to think of his chronology from everything I know. Let's see,
0: there was Destination Nerva, Renaissance Man, Wrath of the Iceni, Energy of the Daleks. You're right. Yep. And it was another Nicholas Briggs.
1: So I guess not remembering Energy of the Daleks, obviously, at all. It wasn't all. a very good story, I don't think. <laughs> I don't uh, think they liked it it, it felt a little... blended, Conflicting that...
0: Other than it was an of the Daleks, I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, it was a little conflicting in that Genesis aspect of it. Of part of me thinks, okay, well, he because he couldn't go through with it in Genesis, now he's okay with just wiping them all out. Or is it Genesis such a unique situation because it's the origin of them? Here the, is that, that
0: I said you are hitting the nail in the head there, because of the infancy, infancy of the situation of the Daleks at that point. I think that genocide felt wrong at that point. Also, he, and this technically he decides not to do it. It's not like it's all of them. <laughs> right. You know? And he decides not to do it. And he also has another confrontation with Davros there at the end after making that decision not to do it. And that may have in turn changed his mind. But you're right. This is more of instead of winning the war, it's winning this
1: battle. Yeah. And I think that that's and the that's situation where and that's where play. I kind of came down on. But as I listened to it, I was kind of like, Well, is that really what? Uh, okay. Yeah, I think it would be.
0: But it, it, it's it's genocide versus, you know, just just destroying a, a battalion platoon or a battalion.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I was okay with it. <laughs> it seems a little deus ex machina. You know, Yeah, if, it was a little too simple
1: of uh, switch the thingy and then kill everybody. Yeah, because oh. they're all dead
2: now. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> but when you
1: have that many Daleks and the the tension of them marching towards that gateway was fantastic. Of them burning through every single bulkhead to get there. Yeah, there really wasn't any other way they could solve that, well, that issue. Was a,
0: that was an intense scene, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did like uh, K-9's... Uh, uh, Way of slowing them down, though, by shooting yeah. through the ceiling and causing the <laughs> liquid to come down on top of them.
2: Canine, at the very just, least,
0: to slow them. Let's
2: just talk about Canine. Let's just talk about how awesome Canine was. Always across the board in every scene, he was great because he did all the stuff, <sighs> all those things that everybody complained about. Canine is the new Swiss Army knife of Doctor Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> and bully because <laughs> i want more of this yeah i want stealth canine i want canine in the snow i want canine blown up daleks like hey this is no big deal
0: where there is the uh canine omega movie coming so we might uh oh yeah I mean, I, maybe, <laughs> or maybe he can fly <laughs> maybe that'll be a thing but um... maybe you'll like when we go back and review the cbc uh series CBC series of K9. maybe you'll like all the upgrades. And
2: I probably will. I'll probably be like, k canine's back!" And you guys will be like, "No, <laughs> Keith, Ovi, that's not my canine. <laughs> that's not my canine." He just, you know, it's this. This is those those Nicholas Briggs as a writer, those fan moments. What would you like to see? I'd like to see Canine take on a Dalek. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And so we got that. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it feels very much in a way that that's kind of what we're getting throughout these these kinds of series. Because it's like, well, you know, Leela never got a Dalek story. Okay, let's give her one. Well, Ramana never got a story. Okay, let's give her one. I mean, just Ramana won. Uh, you know. And then if you heard the stinger for the next season, it's like, oh, Leela never got Sontarans. Okay, let's give her one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does, actually. She gets invasion of time. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, her farewell story. Her farewell story is perfect. <laughs> I I just couldn't have been happier, really. Quite honestly, it it, it tickled me. I really enjoyed this, and I enjoyed K nine, and I enjoyed all the supporting characters and um, I, I, David Warner.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> my, my I
2: love how he's angry all the time at yeah. everything. I just wish he was in it more. <laughs> really, well, yeah, and,
1: I, especially like the first part. He was in the second part a decent amount, but the first part felt like he could have been in a little bit. It, more. It
2: makes me want to go and really. Um, Take a listen to the uh, yes, absolutely. the Unbound. Have you yes, already? No, but yes, please. Yeah, it really makes me want to just go ahead and skip to those and go. Okay, David Warner as the Doctor. Yes, yes, yes. I love David Warner so much, but um, his relationship with with the Doctor and how the Doctor is like Cuthbert,
1: and the fact that he constantly mispronounces Ramona's name, Ramona. <laughs>
2: And she calls him out on it and every he, single time. And then he does it once. Yeah. He gets Ramana. it he gets it right gets once, Ramana. And then he goes back to being condescending, Ramona. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is obvious he's doing it on purpose.
2: Yep. Uh yeah. I had just so much so much win across the board in this. And I story. really
1: like Chidak. Which one so he, he was the main person from Proxy Gotcha. That yes. Was so part of me sees a uh opportunity for a spin off of the Doctor and chidak, we know knowing how the Doctor controls the TARDIS so well when they disappear and reappear later I mean <laughs> there could be a whole adventure somewhere and whole... there of just the two of them because they had such good chemistry too
2: everything about this was fantastic it really, really was good. I mean, I agree. It's a standard story. I mean, it's got Daleks, and then we blow them all up, and it's a little—it's it's the anticlimactic almost. But it's the like,
1: execution overshines the story, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it.
0: Did you recognize the voice of uh, Tullivan It was John Leeson as well. Really? Yeah, he got to do a double bill in this.
1: Well, lucky him. Yeah. <laughs> didn't sound anything like canine. (laughs) I think that was purposeful.
2: From the man that came in second place in a canine sound-alike contest. (laughs) Which is still the greatest news story, I think, in the history of Doctor Who.
1: (laughs) Anything else on this story?
0: i just had fun with it it was, yeah, a, it, was yeah. a, it, it was a call back to my younger days and and i think that's what i just enjoyed so much about it is it really felt in line with the fourth doctor's era
1: one other thing i really liked about it was the romana realization the fact that when they romana thinks the doctor has died and she's like oh i that her realization yeah. of her oh i've actually kind of grown to like this doofus yeah uh, that was a great character. Marla. It was really yeah, great, and it, it really, really helped for... uh, make that bridge between the end of the se- the Heat Time season and the and Ramona too. It really helped that in my mind because I always thought that was a bit of a I okay I can guess they had more adventures and maybe she decided to stick around, but it always felt kind of a sharp change of tone mm-hmm. for the character. And this helps really smooth that gap a little bit. Yeah.
2: Is there uh, any belief to the, the Black Guardian lurking out there somewhere? <laughs> as, as often as we've turned the randomizer off. And she, oh, at this point. And kind of like, eh. <laughs> just, I'll worry about that when tomorrow <laughs> comes. It's just kind of like, okay.
1: Yeah, that's the doctor for you, though. Yeah. And I love I think
0: her... I see a consequence coming of him turning the randomizer off, but that's because of foreknowledge that I know now I'm reading the stupid Cuthbert thing. Oh. So. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah.
2: Uh. Dude, you're not allowed to read ahead anymore.
0: <laughs> I, it was a total accident. Like I say, I went to the wiki page, I was like, Oh, I gotta remind myself of of Sands of Time and so I just typed well, in Cuthbert and I went and of course the first line describes who Cuthbert
1: is and I went, Oh, I didn't want to know that <laughs> Especially if his time is a, if his life is a loop of some extent. I mean, that's hard to avoid the spoilers if you're trying to look back at just a certain section. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I know that as I was listening to it, well, yeah. that was coming either because I thought, uh, and I just—I wanted to remind myself of who Cuthbert was. And I usually you can go to the wiki and you can read so much, and then you stop when you get to where they're talking about what you're talking about. <laughs> Cuthbert's this not this gave a summary is. of Cuthbert first, and I went, "Oh, I didn't want to know that." <laughs>
2: <laughs> hmm. Now I'm. not to go to wiki I
1: did did you really? I didn't read his entry I just read his appearances this
0: is what I should have done I just went to see I I realize that now Keith thank you thank
1: you for pointing out my idiocy (laughs) I didn't click on the oh I did click on the character but I didn't read it I just went to character appearances yeah yeah (laughs) so I know when he's showing up next but that's about it I didn't read it (laughs) <laughs>
0: uh, of the three of us, I think I'm the least mind minding of spoilers, though. So
1: that's true. Of the
2: three of us, you are the one that is probably best prepared to deal with them in regards to <laughs> Doctor <probably> Who. True. <laughs> oh, I mean, really? Because yes. of course, <laughs> reading a certain book that we're getting ready to review. There's not going to be much left of that story. <laughs> there really isn't. Yeah, I'll talk about it when we get to it. <laughs> not, I'm not talking about the book. I'm just talking about... So, uh, uh, some other story. There's, there's a thing coming, and it's like, yeah, why do I bother? Just, <laughs> never mind. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you now. I got you now. I said, he, he's he's going to watch it and be like... <laughs> I knew all this.
1: <laughs> no. Oh,
0: it's, it's going to be so underwhelming now. It's so like, underwhelming. Uh, I knew all this. <laughs> I had kind of, I had kind of deduced all of this from everything else that you've had me do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I even learned anything new from that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already knew. Yeah. And,
2: well, it just I, served as a reminder of yeah. to
0: Sean that you've already been spoiled on that.
2: I hope you learned your lesson, mister. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you to get on the internet and read things. I, I even avoided the internet on that story.
0: <laughs> as we hand him a book to review, as I give it to him for his birthday, and he says, oh, good, that's the book of the book, book club book of the month. I'll do that. <laughs> I just, I literally wrapped up the story. <laughs> In a nice little package with a bow and gave it
1: to them. Might as well just gave me the DVD. <laughs>
0: oh, bother. <laughs>
2: could have just given him a copy of River's Diary. <laughs> Why does it say spoilers on the outside? Well, you'll find out.
0: Oh. Uh. Keith, okay, what do we got coming up on the schedule?
1: Uh next week on the schedule we will be uh for Friday Night. Yeah,
2: Night yeah gonna give that back.
0: I'm gonna give it back to you to do, Sean, because he doesn't say schedule right.
2: Schedule. Yeah, he doesn't say <laughs> schedule right at all. Schedule Coming up next week on the schedule for Friday Night Who, we will be finishing the final three parts of Talons of Wen Chiang. Um which I gotta say, I enjoyed the first three parts immensely this time through. And it's not been one of my favorite stories. It's not been, you know, I I don't understand fandom. We've talked about this. I don't understand fandom's obsession with it. I don't understand why it's regarded as a thing. It's just kind of there for me. I had an absolute blast watching parts one through three. And I don't know if it's because I was able to take Jago and Lightfoot and enjoy them or, you know, just the kind of absurdity of it or I don't know. Hmm. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I also looked up Mr. John Bennett who plays Li Si Cheng and um, he's listed as known for his blah blah blah. And he's listed in the fifth element as priest. Well of course there were only like twenty priests in this movie. I know mm-hmm. he's not Ian home, but I so a... And then it dawned on me. He's the one at the beginning of the movie. The bald head and the grey beard who talks to the Maui Chian and the thing oh, yeah, 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 I oh, okay. Ren- oh my God, that's him <laughs> So, huh. Huh. I need that.
1: to go rewatch The Fifth Element. To, like you need an excuse to uh, rewatch know, The Fifth <laughs> Element. That's one Sarah's never seen. What
0: I know. I don't think Holly's ever seen it either. What? But, but I'm also not pushing her to see it because I'm, <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. <gasps> it was all right. It just wasn't great.
2: Oh, you're not allowed to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just, just no, Glenn. No, no, no. Anyway, so we'll be finishing up Talons uh, next week, or this week for Friday Night Who. And then uh, the following podcast, we will be discussing TopCon and our adventures there. Uh, and uh, the star of, uh, of Talons. Yes, he is the star of Talons. <laughs> Deep Roy, who will be here in our fair city at that convention. Uh, and then we've also added uh, to, the, uh, to the schedule uh, our...
1: Uh, Review um, of... Our book review?
2: Goodreads. (laughs) Brain seized up. I couldn't... The the word was there, but I couldn't grab it. Our Goodreads book club uh, is doing... Did. Did. For... Well, yeah, August. Um, It was, right? August. Hey,
0: Keith, will you do the (laughs) schedule from here on out? (laughs) You didn't say it right. (laughs) I know, because I'm giving it back to Keith.
2: (laughs) For August, the Goodreads book of the month club did...
1: A brief history, a of, brief time history Lords. of the Time Lords,
2: and so we will be adding our reviews of that book to the schedule uh, on next week's cast, which is not listed online currently. Um, but uh, there's that. Also, a note that I uh, will need to change the schedule. The schedule is going to be full of changes probably by the time it's all said and done, because we realized that because I like to um, cut and paste materials, uh, I duplicated a couple of numbers. And so our big Epiversary celebration of number 350 is not happening on 350. It's technically 351, and I have to go back and fix it. Can...
0: <laughs> it's going to come sooner than I have to jigger a few <laughs> things, so we're, we're <laughs> going to
2: flip a few things around if you're following along. I thought you'd all. already
0: done that on the schedule. No. No, not yet. Oh. I
2: talked about doing it. I ah. said I was going to do it. I didn't do it. You fixed <laughs> it on our
0: inner office schedule then. Yes. Okay, that's what you meant.
2: Behind the scenes, I did it. Right. Publicly I have. Maybe not. instead
0: of going back and fixing that post, maybe you should just make a whole new post.
2: That's probably not a bad idea. Okay. <laughs> you could repost the Friday Night Who video too. That'd be all right. Yeah, especially since we know what's coming up in right. in inner office, we know what's coming up beyond time editing right, too. Right, so. Yeah. so you can yeah, yeah, to
1: it. <laughs> uh, next beyond <laughs> More the... work for Sean. More work for Sean. Yeah, I get right on
2: that. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and just to look ahead beyond that unless this week that week's changing which I don't think For to doomsday for Friday night who and then big fin for episode three forty seven big finish two twenty one the starmen as well as titan comics tenth doctor season three issues one through five
0: and starman must be a fifth doctor then since we're doing For to doomsday or did you coordinate it that way
2: it is a uh, fifth doctor one
0: did I say fourth fifth doctor fifth okay I don't know my brain's all scrambled now.
2: Yeah, it they, is, in fact, a Fifth Doctor story. Guys. I kind of wondered, since
0: this, you, 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 you often try to co- uh, coordinate those a bit. So.
1: Way forward in our re- listening. You're way forward. Way forward. We're going to the future. <laughs> and the past. <laughs> Anything else? I don't think so.
0: All right. Well, if you'd like to uh, become a uh, patron of the podcast, you can go to travelingthevortex.com. And on the right-hand side of the page, you will see a button to support us on Patreon. Uh, and any amount is welcome, of course. 100% of those donations go right back into this podcast. Also, there are links to other retail sites there. A portion of those proceeds also go into this show. And if you can uh, purchase some podcast merchandise from our Traveling Vortex merchandise store, that helps as well. And you can find a link uh, from all of that uh, to all of that on our website, uh, TravelingTheVortex.com. I think that's it. Anything else this week, fellows?
2: I don't believe so. I don't think so. All right.
0: That's going to do it for this week. Until next week,
2: I'm Glenn. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. Be seeing you. Thanks for listening.
0: You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.